0: Everybody, welcome to the forty-fifth episode of our Nintendo podcast, directly to you. I'm joined by Parker.
1: Hello, Say hello,
0: Parker. Hi. Um, <laughs> if you enjoy this show, you can support it by becoming a member on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slashmanatics4, or you can join in on Anchor's Listener Support Program by going to Anchor.fm/slash directly dash two dash you nice. <laughs> and <laughs> contribute anywhere from one dollar to ten dollars. Doing so will get you most of the perks from our uh, member status. Like you'll get su- supporter only uh, access on our Discord. Um, the only thing that we can't really give you is the exclusive emotes from YouTube and the sponsored badge. So if you are willing to give us around the five dollar mark, just just go head over to YouTube and you know smack that join button. But aside from that, I do also want to say we're going to talk about some Nintendo games that Nintendo sent me. So I am required to say, product provided by Nintendo.
1: <laughs> and with that out of the way,
0: mm-hmm. let's just let's just jump into it.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, actually, yeah, do you want to talk about that first? I'm just curious, because I haven't really heard a whole lot about it besides reviews. But before going into the new stuff, yeah, what are your thoughts on uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe so far today? Okay, so
0: I talked about in my last video and i think we talked about a little bit on the last episode of this podcast Mm -hmm. that i was not a super big fan of the new super mario bros formula um i think i appreciate it more now Hmm. uh, just as a thing that's like like we're super removed from it like at the time we were getting like a new super mario bros game like every other year if not every year Um, The last game that we got, I think, was, like, what, in, like, 2013 or something like that? 2013, 2014, as far as, like, a dedicated new Super Mario Bros. game. Mm -hmm. So, it's been a long time since I've played that game. And I've never dipped into the handheld side of it that much like i played the first one i don't think i ever owned it the ds version
2: yeah
0: um and i completely skipped the second game because that was like <laughs> right smack dab in the uh middle of my fatigue with this series uh
2: uh-huh. um, the second so, one
0: being uh the one on wii uh no i know oh the second first, handheld the one. second one. One, yeah yes. the second handheld game um so, with this, something that I'm saying early on is like, this is a handheld game for me. I'm not docking this. There's no real purpose of doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm enjoying it on that end because it's like something that AJ, like, it's like the most graphically enhanced game oh of all the times. What oh are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding.
0: <laughs> you can't even see the detail in Mario's mustache that is a different color from his hair. You can't appreciate it. Um, But no. What a
1: shame. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But no, this is a handheld game for me through and through. So far, I beat the first world. I'm like a little bit into the second world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll probably be through this game by the end of this week, unless I fall deep, deep into the the well that is Smash Brothers. Um, Mm -hmm. Spoilers, I probably will fall into that well, (laughs) regardless. (laughs) Um, But I do plan on streaming it. I think Logan's supposed to be at that stream. Uh, so, if you want to see us play that, you mm-hmm. can head over to twitch.tv slash fnax 4 Okay, plugs are done.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you playing anything, Parker? Um, Man, I'm kind of dipping my toes in a bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of Christmas gift games, and um, I just... Picked up uh, my hero one's justice today. I mean, it was a gift for Christmas, but I just right. started playing it uh, today. And I mean, besides Smash, I really haven't played any fighting games other than like going over to friends' houses and playing Tekken and stuff like that. And this right. one, in and of itself, is—is is it would the right term be like arena brawler? I guess.
0: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's definitely different, but it's fun so far. Um, I haven't gotten you know barely far in it at all, but been Who's playing. Your
0: main? Who's your main? <sighs>
1: Man, so I, I honestly don't know. I've probably played a total of like five matches, just because I just played on my lunch break today at work. Right. Um, and so far, I want to say Todoroki. Like, ah, he's dope. He's yep, dope. He's just great all around. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's my wife's favorite character for sure in the show, just in general. So, um, and he's up there for me too. But yeah, I really wanted to commit to Deku. I wanted to, but I just don't. I don't like them. See, <laughs> here's like
0: the thing: like,
1: like playing, committing to to Deku for me feels like playing Mario in Smash, or that's true. you know, where it's like that's I just, disrespectful.
0: That's yeah. like disrespectful to Logan. That's a. That's a. That's a. Uh, I don't know why. Abominable. I just. Oh, you're just starting off all the beef.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get on here and be furious at this yeah. backlog of beef that I've begun. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just like I don't know why for some reason in these games, like I don't like playing the mascot characters. and I'm sure yeah. it's like I'm by no means a hipster, but I think it's a little bit of that kind of that variety of gene where like I just you know, prefer to play well, Part of it is that when I played Brawl, I especially it was a time I was in college and, you know, had some roommates and stuff and they were all a lot better at the game than I was. But like one of my edges was playing kind of obscure characters. So that was, Mm. uh, you know, I'd play Olimar and Pokemon Trainer um, and I don't know, I mean, Toon Link and stuff. And those were just kind of helpful. So I think that's been my motto a lot of times is playing kind of obscure characters just to have a little bit of the edge of surprise. Right. But yeah. Less predictable that way. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, I've been playing that and uh Ease eight started that a little bit and that's pretty cool so far. Um and then yeah, finished See, that up was the game, I got I don't think I have to say this, but I got both of the games that you just mentioned. <laughs>
0: um uh-huh. Uh, and I didn't like Yeast at all. Like, mm. it was just like... And part of that is, like, I think I got Yeast, like, Yeast...
2: Yee...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I got it, like, two months before he came out. So, it was, like, wow. unfinished. Like, the text was, like, really weird. And it was, uh-huh. like, there was, like, weird bugs and stuff like that. And I just did I I wasn't... I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like the game mechanics themselves pretty well. I think so far, like, I don't... And, you know, the kind of base building... I aspects of it um i've put in maybe like five hours or a little less than that but as far as the like cutscenes and stuff like that goes it feels really slow and it makes me miss games like i mean breath of the wild starts out just like immediately and that kind of thing is and like celeste as well like those kinds of things where like you get into the game and you're just you know up and running from the get-go i really enjoy War
0: to to uh peek out of our ecosystem a little bit spider-man mm-hmm. spider-man is literally mm-hmm. like all right jump out the window you're swinging <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah right so yeah that kind of thing is just nice and so that was something with ease 8 where it just felt like oh this is i mean it's definitely a jrpg in that regard you know um where it just it has a lot of begin. i mean i love xenoblade Chronicles too and that did the same thing at the beginning where it just it took forever to get going and like you to actually yeah, that, do see, stuff. See, that was another game. That game I paid for. Mm-hmm. That was before. That was before I had Nintendo uh, powers.
0: You see,
2: uh-huh.
0: um, and uh, <laughs> and I play. And it feels weird to say that, like, as somebody that's like not a huge JRPG fan, but I mm-hmm. do get it. Like that. That's that's the thing. It's like I only played. I only <laughs> played yeah. sixteen hours of that game. Absolutely was, valid.
1: Like, you still had like two thirds of the tutorials
0: left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's like that's like basically what i did in mario today like right. the hour that i spent with that or whatever was like the 16 hours i spent in xenoblade so it was like i just can't and plus i was kind of burned on x xenoblade chronicles x on the review mm. because i played that and i was like man i want to do that i want to play as this thing on the box right mm-hmm. 30 hours in Oof. and i just got the like it takes 30 like it legit takes 30 hours to get the the uh the skills in that game i was i was like nope nope <laughs> nope nope after i got and it wasn't even worth it like after i got the skill, i
1: was like okay i quit mm-hmm. i'm not of this game yeah. it's not happening <laughs> no man my boss got um he yeah he got xenoblade chronicles 2 and like hadn't done any research on it at all and i mean like he he has good taste in games as well but just like has no concept of jrpgs prior to this and then coming into it he played about an hour and was like yeah no i I don't really know. And then went back and tried one more time for another hour. So I was like, uh uh-uh, there's no way. Like, this is not for me at all. And because it's like, it's, you know, fairly just slow-paced getting into it. And it's a long, sprawling game. But yeah, if you don't know that going into it and you prefer just kind of like action-packed, you know, just moving games it's just that's not what that is
0: (laughs) yeah i feel like how i get into games like just and that's why i'm not a huge fan of jrpgs Mm -hmm. is because it's like a big part of it has like i have to be won over by the Mm gameplay and then i'll care about the story like i know for jrpgs it's always the opposite of that it's like i care about this story and these characters so much that i'm going to play this gameplay and then eventually maybe i'll find love for it or whatever yeah like just don't have that
1: yeah for me it's pretty much like i'll bear through this some of this story stuff until i get to enjoy some of the gameplay and then maybe i'll eventually care about the story anyway like Uh, which is a pretty dumb way to go through it, but you know, whatever, that's just what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just can't, the only, the only RPG that I ever got
0: deep into and will never not be deep into is Pokemon. That's because I cared about the world first. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was like, okay, the gameplay, blah, blah, And I'm still, I'm still beating the drum of like, I much rather, I would love Pokemon so much more if I enjoyed the gameplay. Mm.
1: Um, but Hey man, I'm already, I'm already in. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, but that's what I've been playing, and uh, so I'm curious to see how Easy pans out. I'll, I'll keep you updated as time goes on, and I think I actually will enjoy it quite a bit. But uh, yeah, I've yet to see for a good bit. Somebody has to, you
0: know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so and yeah, yeah, why don't people in the comments let us know what you guys are playing, mm-hmm. and let us know what if we're not playing that maybe we should be playing. That you
1: want us to talk about. True. Um, Well, one thing we will be playing fairly soon uh not quite as soon as you'd anticipated or really i had either but uh yoshi's crafted world uh yeah so we got uh we didn't get a direct this week that's kind of some amount of an elephant in the room everybody knows like everybody
0: everybody knows it
1: (laughs) so it's not like a surprise or whatever at this point but um but yeah so we didn't get a direct but we did get a bunch of release dates and so we'll be going over some of those one of those was yoshi's crafted world coming out on march 29th uh, yeah, and we got a story trailer for it as well. The basic story is that Cam- uh, Kamek and Baby Bowser steal the Sundream stone from the Yoshis, and the Yoshis seem pretty upset about it and have to go get all those stones. So it's just a lot of doing chores and, you know, finding Yo, things. <laughs> Bowser and the gang always gotta be stealing from Yoshi? Okay, in the trailer, though, I was like, frustrated that Yoshi didn't just like go up and swap I mean cuz I had just played as Yoshi in uh in Smash and you can yeah. you know like tongue anybody and eat them up or whatever turn them into eggs I was yeah. like dude you can just do that <laughs> just like use your final smash on it. come on but uh yeah so thoughts on that being on March 29th as opposed to you know you thought what March 8th or March 10th I think it's dumb. I think that they
0: should have swapped Kirby and Yoshi mm. uh, if they wanted to make a splash. Because like the 3DS definitely seems like even for like the purpose that they wanted to use it for, where it's like, hey, we have theoretically seventy, eighty million of these out in the wild, so it's just free money. But the games really haven't been selling well. Yeah. So it's just like, just like you know, Mm -hmm. put those games on the Switch. Chalk it, chalk up the 3DS as a loss. Even just um, hang it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Even in Japan, where like handheld gaming is, you know, the thing, which are obviously the Switch is is a hybrid, so it also has handheld gaming. But even in Japan, like new games, I mean, Pokemon still sells all right. You know, Omega. Mm Or sorry, uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon sell fairly well and stuff here and there. And even there. that, even that didn't really
0: do that well in the context of like Pokemon, because mm-hmm. like it's at like it's at like I think
1: under nine million, like eight point something. Yeah, worldwide. I want to say it was like less than or more than half, less than two thirds of what X and Y were overall. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong for sure, but I don't even think that that's like I, I don't think it's high enough in the sales.
0: I'm checking. Mm-hmm. Right now. <laughs> I don't think it's high <laughs> enough in the sales for like the best-selling 3DS games to even be on this list, but Interesting. we're seeing. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, here it is. 7.96 million.
1: Gotcha. That's for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon or just Sun and Moon? Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Gotcha.
0: OG Sun and Moon sold a lot better. Okay. 16.13 million. Yep. And you then, know,
1: and I feel like part of... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> a lot, like...
0: I feel like a lot of people are going to say uh, what I assume you were going to say, like the the whole remake like rehash thing. Yeah. Uh, on the other end of that, like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, that sold fourteen million. Yeah. And that's a rehash.
1: And so. I, like, I feel like it. It's got to be a little bit to do with the fact of like the Pokemon stars rumor at the time, like when it was announced, I just feel like a lot of people were really excited for that. And then especially when we heard in the pretty much the same week or maybe even the same day, I think it was the same week because we heard about Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon first. And then in the E3 directs the next week, we found out about um, Pokemon Switch coming. And then, you know, at that point, everybody was like, well, I'm not going to bother getting this rehash of a game because I'll just get a new one. whenever that comes out (sighs) yep but yeah Yeah, you know she's crap nintendo
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that's weird i'm trying to (laughs) click over to the ds games and it's like not letting me oh so okay uh more anecdotal evidence maybe of the the opposite Mm -hmm. side of what i'm saying okay black and white two aren't in there they didn't sell high enough to be in the um top what 10 of ds games either so Hmm. that might be a big part of it too
1: yeah yeah no for sure i mean i'm curious about i mean probably even yellow might be the same kind of thing or yellow sold crazy well but not as well as red red and blue blue. right yeah, yeah for sure yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Um, but no, you're totally right. They definitely should have swapped <laughs> Yoshi and Kirby in this case. And for context for anybody, the Kirby game we're talking about is the Kirby Extra Epic Yarn, as opposed to we're not talking about Kirby Star Allies from last year. Yeah,
0: no, we're not talking about that.
1: But definitely Kirby, I feel like should have been switched with Yoshi because it just, you want to sell more Switches before the end of the quarter goes. Yeah, but. you want to be like, hey, uh, that they, they, Switch game, the first Switch game, big one that we released
0: this year. Well, I guess uh, New Super Mario Bros. is like technically the first big one, but yeah. big new one that we released this year. It sold X amount mm-hmm. before the quarter ended,
1: but yep. now we won't have that. Yeah. Well,
0: we'll have like five days <laughs> or something like
1: that. <laughs> Yeah, and this was when, uh, last week when we were talking, like, at some point I said something to the effect of, like, it would be the obvious thing to do to release it early March, but Nintendo doesn't always do the obvious thing. <laughs> That's true. Unfortunately, That's true. this is <laughs> this That's is true. kind of that. We're like, That's come on, guys. True. And it's weird, too, because, like, I feel like, It seems like the game's done. Like, it's not a question of them finishing it. And because even when they pushed it at 2019 in the first place, it seemed more that it was that they wanted it in kind of its optimal space than them trying to finish it up. I don't know.
0: I think that they were kind of like, it felt like to me the first time that we saw Yoshi for Nintendo Switch, as it was called at the time, Mm -hmm. it lacked identity. It didn't really have... Uh-huh. what it does now. And maybe part of that is just that they didn't reveal that identity to us. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it is like they were trying to like feel it out. Because like the gap between when we found out Yoshi was a thing and yeah. when we got the full rollout was like like that's like a whole release cycle right there. Yeah. You know, like there's <laughs> there were whole games revealed and released in between that interim and we still didn't know when Yoshi was gonna come out. So I definitely think that they used that time to put in more development time Mm -hmm. because I think that it definitely didn't need it. Um, I I don't think that this was like a a Pikmin situation where they're like, hey, you know what? This wouldn't do very well right now, you know?
1: Right, where there's holding on to it just for the sake of finding a better window. Yeah, Yeah. no, for sure. I mean, and some people speculated too that when they showed it to us, the two-player mechanic was like really seemed instrumental to it where, because that was, yeah, E3 2017 where they showed it off and it was like, Everything they did pretty much was showing two players in the world flipping mechanic and stuff like that. Um, and it could just be marketing stuff where they just decided to stop marketing that as much, and you know are now showing it off more as a single-player game. But I wonder if that was that was like a really instrumental part of the game, and then they were like, yeah, we need to be able to make it standalone more because that was, I mean, something with Kirby Star Allies especially was that if you didn't have other people to play it with, it just like it wasn't the same game as if you had other people to play with. Still too easy with other people to play with as well but um it's at least more you know even easier (laughs) right yeah (laughs) yeah exactly um but yeah and so it seems like from the trailer it looks like there's going to be a a number of levels probably at least uh, eight or there's what five stones or six stones or something so it looks like probably at least six worlds with about eight levels each um so roughly 50 ish levels and they seem to be pretty long from the trailers themselves so i don't know curious to see how much uh content is in there and uh, then we got some other release dates as well for some other games that some of these we already knew about and some other ones we did not. So, um, have you played a lot of Final so Fantasy it's a, games? It's
0: almost like it's almost like we could have had a direct.
1: I, it almost it's is. Like, it's, like, it's almost <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't played uh much Final Fantasy games. The only mm-hmm. one that I spent any real time with was 15 because mm-hmm. it was like it was less RPG-ish, you yeah. know? So yep. It was like I'll <laughs> play this. This looks like pretty western. Uh still still didn't uh, put much time into it though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I actually yeah, I haven't really played any Final Fantasy games um uh, but so yeah, 10 and 102 and 12 the zodiac age we already knew all those were coming out but now we have release dates for them so um 10 to ten two are coming out april 16th and 12 the zodiac age is coming out the 30th which apparently that one also has some aspects of can be a little bit more i don't know like streamlined or whatever like a little bit less rpg-ish in some regards but yeah. i don't know <laughs> uh where where's where's eight uh, says
0: Final Fantasy fans, I hear on the internet.
1: Yeah, I I've heard some things about that. It sounds like okay. The bits that I've heard, and I, this could be completely wrong because it's pretty third hand, second hand, fourth hand, whatever. Is mm-hmm. that uh, seven and eight were developed at the same time by essentially two different studios within Square Enix, and seven came out and it was great. Eight came out and it was not as great. And then, or I mean, some people like it, but it just didn't, you know, receive quite as much critical acclaim and all that kind of stuff. And then at some point, also, the source files seem to have been somewhat lost-ish to where at this point, with 7, they can, you know, it's a lot easier to just get the original source files and then work on those to make them port to something else, whereas with 8, they would actually have to, like, you know, work from the ground up to some degree. What's
0: up with Square Enix and their, like... (laughs) management of assets because the same thing happened with like kingdom hearts like what's up with that <laughs> like, that's that is crazy. a very good question <laughs> do they not can they not afford hard drives do we need to buy more Square Enix games what's going on yeah
1: <laughs> man i have no idea but yeah no that's i so it sounds like probably eight just won't come out ever if you want to play it get the original i don't know um But then, yeah, 7 and 9, also, we don't know what the release dates are for that. So, is that something where... Do you think, like, we'll find out release dates and they'll be after these ones? Or will it be, like, a direct, like, hey, they're out now? Or, I don't know. What do you think for that?
0: Um, I feel like it'll probably be a mixture of both. Um, We'll probably get some in, like, a direct or whatever. And other ones will just be a press release. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just upset that 8 is not there. Because (laughs) it doesn't... It's not consistent with the joke. Because... Seven didn't eat eight. <laughs> it makes sense. Seven, eight,
1: nine. I mean, that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, like
0: come on, nine is here, so that doesn't make any sense. That's
1: stupid. Yep. Maybe maybe ten two eight eight, and it just makes even less sense. Yeah, it's just even. But then
0: again, I mean, the the fact that Square Enix is a company that released a game called Final Fantasy 2. Uh,
1: may, maybe not
0: making sense is on brand.
1: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, especially with all the like I, I haven't played any Kingdom Hearts games, but some of the names for those games are just Ridiculous. insane. <laughs> like they just try too hard or something. Or not hard enough. I'm not sure. It's one or the other. But but yeah. So they're somebody's
0: trying trying real hard. Real, real hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: but yeah, do you think you'll be getting either of those games? Probably not. No. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I'll probably I will give some of those games a shot. Um, and I think I would probably like them. It's a question, kind of just a question of like when I have availability to play them. And, um, but yeah, I know that I'd enjoy some amount of them, but I don't know which ones. And so that's kind of, I don't really want to take a shot in the dark with the wrong one at the same time and put in money for it. So I don't know. Hey, Square
0: Enix, uh, send us the codes (laughs) and send us two. not for me though.
1: I'll give the other one a Logan and then maybe he'll show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, some other ones. Uh, this one we didn't actually know was coming at all. This is a surprise as of this week. Dragon's Dogma Darker Risen coming out April 23rd. AJ, did you even know this game existed? Nope. Yep, me neither.
0: <laughs> sure didn't, but I bet somebody
1: was saying that game's not possible on the Switch.
0: <laughs> I bet somebody was saying it.
1: 100%. Yeah, it's... Uh, although I did see a surprising amount of comments saying like, yeah, this is, you know, like i'll be getting this for the third time and that kind of thing so people seem to be really excited about it but it's a seems to be a cult classic of some sort and it's if you haven't looked anything up about it just kind of a context of whether or not you would want to look up something about it it's um it's it's kind of hack and slashy rpg sort of um sort of in a i don't know vein uh i can't even don't say dark souls no, I wasn't going to say dark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's more and it's, it's I think it's got co-op stuff, too. So it's not that makes it sound almost like a Diablo kind of thing, but it's not like yeah. that because um, mm-hmm. it's not top down. It's, you know, right. uh, Dark Souls in the um, it came out in the same era as that. So graphically, it's kind of similar just a whole
0: lot of brown grays and like dingy gross colors and stuff.
1: It seems like some of that for sure. And maybe just the bits that they showed. But honestly, like I recently played Dark Souls for the first time and that was really what turned me off of that game for the longest time to not even want to try to play it. was like, man, it just looks like you're in the same area the whole time, which turns out not to be the case. But Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's dark for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, any more thoughts on on those games coming out? Again, should have come out in a direct. I, I know right um i I might play the dragon's dogma thing maybe
0: i might mess around with it for a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know if i'll finish it yep but uh, i'll try it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and then so this one was interesting uh well interesting in just that it's still the same trend uh monster boy the and the cursed kingdom sold eight times more on switch than it did it was sold eight to one on switch versus other consoles which is a lot and i'm so surprised <laughs> and it's something yeah it's exactly it's been like fairly commonplace uh fact that that's been happening but it's interesting that it's still happening i feel like um i don't know i've got some thoughts on it Isn't but it? go ahead with uh, anything you have to say too. <laughs> i feel like this is going to be like more and more
0: common mm-hmm. as as time goes on because i feel like a lot of people are in like similar situations that we're in where it's like I don't have time for this, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this whole like uh experience of like, you know, I got to get immersed and turn on the 5.1 surround sound <laughs> like oh crap. Uh, like I just want to pick up the, the handheld, play for a little bit, put the game in sleep mode and throw it tablet across the room. Um <laughs> yep. and be done.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so I
0: feel like a lot of people will get the Switch version just for that, you know, even if maybe they get both. Mm-hmm. Um because like that's a big reason why in the past handhelds were really successful like people would buy like you know like the lego star wars and you know like the fake handheld versions of the game just to be able to have like a semblance of that like experience on the go now they have that same exact experience with like pared down performance and some aspects or visuals yeah um and most aspects and i think that's a of easy compromise to make to be able to play a game wherever whenever yeah with anyone anywhere with anyone Hashtag Nintendo. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, it totally. It to me, it makes absolute sense why it would happen. I think um, one thing that I've kind of noticed over time as well is, especially in the Japanese charts, there will be like so. Well, we'll see. Especially in the West, indie games will sell way better on the Switch than other consoles, which for exactly the reasons that you just said. Um, but then looking at other full-priced, non-like first-party or like main release games. So I don't know, one example being maybe My Hero 1's Justice or something like that. That one, I'm pretty sure it sold only slightly better on the PS4, but still sold better on the PS4 than on the Mm -hmm. Switch, which I think most Switch gamers, it seems to me, have probably about the same priorities that I do, which is get like the main full price, you know, uh, Nintendo and first party games and that kind of stuff, and then, or exclusives in any case, and then, like, fill out the gaps with indie games. and But there's right. so many games coming out that, like, maybe we don't have as much time for or budget for other full price games that aren't, you know, as high priority or whatever. Whereas PS4 owners, and or, you know, primarily PlayStation or Xbox gamers or whatever, don't have as many games that are coming out that are, you know, exclusives and that kind of thing. I mean, well, obviously, last year, PS4 had a bunch of great yeah, exclusives. Um, As far as –
0: I I think that the biggest reason for stuff like that, it's like there's just a bigger portion of people that – bought their consoles for that reason Mm, mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of like install base at that point where it's like not many people are buying a playstation and like i want to play indie games on this you know whereas people on the switch it's like i just want to play games on it you know like i just want to play whatever you know like give me a game to play on this and i'm going to play it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so they're they're more likely to buy other things but it's just not a big enough pool to like have them beat out and the Situations where people bought a system to play a certain experience, yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me just how many people I talk to that, I mean, myself included, just didn't even barely know about indie games before the Switch and wouldn't have thought to play them pretty much, you know. And now that's like half of my gaming library is a bunch of indie games because it's just like they're fun (laughs) and they're not super long, too. So I can do a bunch of them in, you know, in between other games. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a great place for them in my opinion yeah
2: for sure Mm -hmm.
1: as
0: far as kind of like it's kind of shocking how many indie games i have installed like i have a lot of indie games so get me wrong (laughs) but i do not have that many indie games like on my sd card like i think i have like installed like 45 games Mm -hmm. and less than half of those are indie games Mm-hmm. Like, most of them are, like, the, like, first-party, like, bigger releases and, like, third-party set like, Wolfenstein and, like, stuff like that. Um, And then there's, like, Nidhogg and stuff. Like, there's, like, the bigger indie releases that are on here. But most of them, I would say, are, like, third-party and first-party, like, major releases.
1: Do you find that's just because you don't, like, go back to the indie games as much? Like, you play them through once and then you're kind of like, well, that was it. I'm done with that one? That kind of thing? Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. 100%.
1: I think same pretty much here. Like, I played Golf Story. I really enjoyed Golf Story. I'm probably not going to play it again, at least not for a long time. Like, it was one of those, like, you get to experience this world, but it's, they make kind of a concise experience where you get to, I don't know, like, experience that whole world in one big playthrough. And so, they, it's a lot more, um, I don't know, uh, there's a word, but I can't remember it. (laughs) So, that's all right. you know this is a podcast we don't care about words here. <laughs> it's uh there there it is uh it's more economical like in the sense oh, okay, of not yeah. just money wise that you're paying for the game but like within time, the game yeah. yeah exactly and like it's it shows you everything it wants to show you within the game as opposed to having like a lot of extra secrets or whatever kind of stuff which i mean a lot of times they'll have secrets but they'll be easy to find in some ways so that you can just see them uh in your first playthrough and really get that experience as you're right. going through yeah um, but yeah as far as indie games go another one that that's coming out pretty soon next week actually um, and you might be getting a code for I don't know I'm curious to find out uh, Travis Strikes Again is sort of an indie is game, that an indie game? It, I don't know if that's an indie game it's like well so it was weird because it came up in the Nindies Direct so it's like somewhere right. in between that's where true. like it's promoted as one but at the same time it's also promoted as a Nintendo game so like I don't really know <laughs> How many people work at Grasshopper? <laughs> that's a good qu- and then also the fact that yeah, Suda fifty one with it man, I don't know. Well, while you look that up, I'll I'll give some some things on it. Um it was it's got its first review score from Famitsu, and we all know Famitsu has kind of a weird review system, but it got three eights and a nine each out of ten from Famitsu uh this past week or so. And-
0: that's that's indie ish. That's indie-ish. They got thirty five employees. Okay so that's that's pretty indie mm-hmm. we're, we're, we'll call me <laughs> um but yeah so that's the wait 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 never mind their parent company is gung-ho gung-ho right. online entertainment mm-hmm. so I, never mind i rescind what i just said they're most definitely by definition not an independent developer because they are owned by a corporation <laughs>
1: gotcha I guess... Oh, okay. I guess what it was is that Grasshopper was indie when they made the first two Travis Strikes again, or the, t- the first two No More Heroes games. I, uh-huh. I mean, that I could be wrong on that, too. Um, but maybe they were indie back then, and then I think they got bought out more recently. And then... Um, so maybe that's why they still kind of get lumped into that, even though they're not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so it seems like it reviewed pretty well in any case. What... um uh, what I was The main question that this brought up for me is, what are your thoughts on as far as, like, does the success of this game make or break whether or not we get a No More Heroes 3 or a No More Heroes 1 and 2 port?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that it will. I think Suda himself has said as much, as far as, like, uh, No More Heroes 3, mm-hmm. and it just would make sense to port over 1 and 2 yep. so people understand it for 3.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: No, I mean that's you're. I think I remember. I remembered him saying that as well. And so I think that's what kind of sucks is like. I would be interested in playing three if it's what one and two are like. But I don't really know if I care about this one (laughs) at the same time. Like I was watching some gameplay of it right before we went live, and um, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't like really grab me all that much. Which we talked about briefly last week a little bit too. Yeah, it definitely looks indie game. Mm
0: -hmm. Can can confirm that. Yep. (laughs) Um, so I don't. I'm. I'm not super interested in it, but yeah, yeah I guess. Guess uh, I'll check it out if mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, sends it to me, because I don't <laughs> know if anybody else is interested in it. Yeah, that would. That would talk about it on this
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean it's one of those like I would play it, but I. I just don't know if it's if I feel like spending forty dollars for it. You know, which is still mm-hmm. like forty dollars is cheaper than a full price game. Um, but right. I know for sure I wouldn't spend $60 on it just because you know I've got tight budgets and stuff so
2: (laughs) yeah
0: and I try I try not to like and that's the thing of like uh, trying to balance talking about things that people want to hear about and also talking about things that I genuinely care about Mm. because I try not to even request things that I wouldn't pay for right Um, because I don't want like that that side of it to impact Um, how I feel about the game you know Mm -hmm. where it's like well I didn't pay $60 for this so I don't care that it doesn't feel like a $60 experience you know right
1: yeah I guess for me it would be more like um, do I feel like (laughs) would I well I don't know I've never gotten a game for free in that regard but you know to be able to like retrospectively say like would this have been worth $60 Um, I don't know is that something that's hard to do I guess (laughs) to say retrospectively like that
0: Nah, I don't feel like, I mean, it. it maybe it was at first mm-hmm. um, where I, I like, you know, cause I feel like everybody that like is early in like the content creation thing and like they're just starting to get games for free, they feel like, man, if I don't like, like this game. And the company knows I don't like this game. Maybe they won't send me anything else. Mm, but yeah. you get to a certain point where it's like, eh, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if they if that's how they want to play, then I don't want to play their games, right? Um, and it turns out most companies are fine if you don't like their game, you know. Like, so mm-hmm. it's just like and like Nintendo specifically, like it's like a. a it's, it goes against their contract if you are if you genuinely do not like a game mm-hmm. and you act like you do like it. Like, they want you to be honest about it. Right,
1: yeah. No, that's great, because, I mean, otherwise, yeah, that would just make for uh, – <laughs>
0: someone was saying – There would be no reason to trust anybody that gets a free game. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Yeah, there was there was some YouTuber recently that was saying something along the lines. It was especially when the Grinch League stuff was happening and everybody was accusing everybody of – or everybody was accusing a bunch of channels of like covering it up on purpose and that kind of yeah. thing. And one of the guys was like, no, seriously, if, if somebody was paying us to, to lie about it, we would make so much more money showing the fact that they were paying us to lie about it than the money that they were paying us to lie about it. Like just this showing true. that, you know, true. You get a ton of views and whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious about how that game will turn out in any case. Um, and then some other games that are coming out that are maybe kind of smaller, but um, definitely not indie games in their time, is that to the Nintendo Online service, uh, Zelda 2 and Blaster Master are coming on the 16th, which is, what, Tuesday? Monday. Zelda 2, the best game. <laughs> hey, I have never played Zelda 2, so... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm curious to try it out. There's a bunch of, honestly, like I th- there's the Nintendo online system gets a pretty bad rap. I feel like by a lot of people, but I feel like it's, I mean, you've made some great points about kind of like what the point of it is and that, you know, if it's not better this time next year, then that'll be bad. And investors will see that blah, blah, blah all that kind of stuff, which is a very good point. Um, and I think just for me personally, there's i didn't start gaming until i got a game boy color and an n64 so i really missed the nes and snes bandwagon so i'm playing a lot of these games for the first time and i've already gotten probably like 30 hours or so out of the online system so like 20 bucks for that is definitely worth it all things considered. (laughs) yeah I don't. Know. This is see. This is a thing
0: where it definitely is harder for me to talk about like value. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because like I already like don't look at twenty dollars. Like it's like this thing where it's like, man, is this worth twenty dollars? It's twenty dollars, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like I've, I've, and uh, again, like not to try to sound disingenuous anyway but i've spent that on like lunch you right. know yeah exactly where it's like and i'm not like oh no i spent $20 on lunch i'm gonna regret this for years <laughs> you know like, it's $20 <laughs> to play Like at the very least you get what like there's like nearly 30 games if not more than that now mm-hmm. on the uh nintendo switch online even if you don't play all 30 of them that's de- like play if you play four of those games that's more than enough to be worth $20 for the year
1: yep and that's you know. exactly how I looked at it, too. I mean, getting it like I, I mean, I don't play online that much with other people, um, but I have some like enough for it to you know be a thing. But when it was coming out, the thing I was excited about was like, oh, cool, I get to try out these games and I don't have to like I don't have to pay specifically to try out Super Mario Bros that like the first one that I've played little bits and pieces of here and there at other people's houses or whatever, but I've never actually owned myself and played all the way through. And so, right. but now I get to try it out and now I know that I don't like it nearly as much as a lot of other Mario games.
2: <laughs> like, <Yeah.
1: laughs> you know, whereas on the, I would rather not have to pay $7 or whatever to find that out. It's, you know, I mean, it's obviously, yes, it's great to, to get to play those old games, but um, not having to pay piecemeal for them is real nice
0: yeah give me the netflix you know yeah just like even if they were like all right we're going to put everything up to up through gamecube which i doubt i think gamecube they would want to have people pay for a la mm-hmm. carte um but if theoretically if they were to do that and be like hey it's 60 dollars a year i would pay that yeah 100 percent.
1: yeah i mean i wonder what that would mean for other sales of theirs or whatever but like whatever they'll give i yeah. will sure i'll do <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, no, that would be fantastic. Cause there's still a bunch of GameCube games. I mean, I talked last week about Metroid Prime trilogy that like I don't I didn't finish playing it on the GameCube because I was starting to play it when I already had a Switch and was like waiting for it to eventually maybe come to Switch. So that would be just easier that way. So there's plenty of games like that where like I'd like to play them, but I'd rather play them conveniently at this point in my life. So Right. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the one thing I'm curious about there, too, there was only two games that they announced, so Zelda 2 and Blaster Master, and then in Japan, they've got a third game, and this was on Tuesday, so when we still didn't know about the Direct, I was speculating that perhaps the third game that they announced would be an SNES. <laughs> it's it's bound to happen at some point soon, yeah. I would imagine, <laughs> but I don't know. It's, you know, hard to say. I'm probably just going to keep guessing it until it eventually does happen, so... Yeah. Yep. But.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, I don't know if they would want to roll it out with just one game, though. Like, what would that game yeah. do? I guess Super Mario World, I guess. That, yeah. Game that that game would be probably good. have this been my guess. The SNES one.
1: Yeah. Could be Link to the
0: Past. Link to the Past would be a good one. Yeah. I would prefer Link to the Past.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, you don't really want to. Because, I mean, somebody, you know, speculated that they'll try to, like, roll out the rest of their NES library before they put on SNES stuff, which makes. I mean at this point they're running out of like the good NES games especially that right. are first party pretty quick mm-hmm. like they're pretty much they're coming up to that point where it's going to be where nothing's exciting pretty soon <laughs> so
0: uh do, I don't think we have Kirby yet That's true that's, yep that's Kirby's a game adventure that they could put on there And so yeah uh, they could put Earthbound beginnings mm-hmm. <laughs> on there um, um what else is it? NES uh
1: That's NES. I'm definitely I think that's, out of I think that's it. ones that Did, I can think of.
0: Is Donkey Kong Jr. on NES? Um, oh. Yeah, I guess so. They could put Donkey Kong Jr. on there. Uh-huh. Um.
1: There you have Dr. Mario. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first ones. Um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, at I this think point, think though, though, like they're it. definitely running out of exciting ones. So, like, yeah. it seems like... Because even in the Virtual Console days, they would put up because I was just looking at the list at some point, and they'd put up, you know, a couple NES games, and at the, the same week, put up a couple N64 games or something like that.
0: Are there any Mega Man games on NES? Yeah.
1: Like, like not not
0: NES. I'm talking about, like, the online offering. Do we have any of the. Mega oh, do Man we games?
1: have any? No, not yet. Yeah. Uh-uh. They could do Mega Man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's. I guess the question one. then is just licensing. Like, do they. Cause- is
0: Contra on there?
1: Contra's not on there. Yeah. So there's a bunch of third the party time. games for sure that they could, yeah. they could stick on there, but I guess it's a question of like how much income or like how much are they making that they can then split out between other companies that I mean, but they did like Ninja right. Gaiden and stuff. So obviously they're, they'll do some of that if yeah. not a lot more. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm curious how that pans out and maybe, maybe next week we'll get a direct and we'll find out, but who's to say, <laughs> um yeah and then the last news bit is that speaking of streaming games actually kind of is that uh amazon is gonna start streaming games it looks like in 2020 from what we can tell i i couldn't find the article we were talking about this just before we went on i can't remember if this is speculative or um if this is i think it's actually like stated um here i'm pulling it up right now um Yeah, so it's earlier this week when Razer announced it would integrate Amazon Alexa into its gaming platform. No, that might be something different. Oh, well. Um, This talks more about streaming game service. So, yeah, I don't know. Thoughts on game streaming and all that stuff?
0: Um, I think that it's an inevitability for for Nintendo. I think people doing it in the West more often is going to make Nintendo want to do it even more, especially Mm -hmm. if they see that it can be done well. Um, I think Reggie is a crazy person for not thinking <laughs> that uh, um, the Google project, project Google, the streaming service right. that they did, yeah, that worked really well, like mm-hmm. a lot better than I would have ever expected. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they can get them to do it, that that could be a be a good thing for Switch games. Be be real nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a fine line to me between, if if you start enabling game streaming, where, I mean, so a la, you know, Resident Evil 7, or um, what, they, what was the other one they tried? Was it Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Japan?
2: Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
1: Okay, um, I think that's, I think it's fantastic. If it's something where it's like we know we won't be able to get this game on the platform so we're going to do it in a streaming fashion so that anybody who wants to do it that way you can do it that way. Um, I think the dangerous part is then if companies that could have put in the effort for example, you know, Doom or whatever like if Bethesda instead had been like
0: Even Resident Evil 7 like they could have put Resident Evil 7 on the Switch.
1: Right. So that's, that's the thing is like, you know does it mean that that many more, you know, does it lower the bar so that now all the third parties just go straight to streaming instead of even trying to put some of their games that could run on the switch, putting it on there natively, you know, actually porting it or whatever? I don't know. Um, and I would hope I would, in a perfect world we would have like this cap where it's, you know, not reasonable to port over this level and then everything above there just gets streamed. <laughs> would be nice. Yeah.
0: Or even if it was just incentivized differently. Mm. Like if they're like, hey uh, if you just want this extra revenue but not enough to like inv- like a, a, a cyberpunk 2077 situation where right. they're like there's no way that we would put that much work into like downscaling this game just to get whatever sales we may or may not get on the Switch. In that scenario where they're like, hey you can get a portion of whatever you were gonna get for, for streaming this game. You know, like that situation. So like mm-hmm. not have it so that monetizing their game in that way would be one to one to if they ported it so that way it's like it's just the games that would never even consider it instead of the people that are really actually trying to like buy into the Switch right
1: yeah no that would be fantastic yeah so they can get a little piece of the pie without like having to compromise it at the same time no that would be really really cool (laughs) i'd be down with that for sure because there's a lot of games that i'd love to try and love to play but i just at this point don't have another console to play them on and so it's just not going to happen but um it would be awesome if they could stream them on switch too yep Mm -hmm. agreed but uh that's it for the news um and uh let's go into uh, a little video you made last week or this week i'm sorry (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was awesome. It was it was really good. I think, I mean, a lot of people were super interested in it, too, and just as far as hearing what all the different teams were doing. So, uh, yeah. I, there's a couple of things that, I mean, just thoughts in general, some things that, I mean, I couldn't go too much in depth as far as, like, I think this team's doing this differently, because what you said, I mean, for the most part, just makes sense. You did a lot more research than I would have done on it. Um, the other ones that that I put in here was well actually no because most of the speculations that I put I forgot that you put for 2019 so I wrote in some things that were for past 2020 <laughs> in my comments and realized nope that's not the case so
0: yeah, I mean, I had some stuff in there that I think will probably happen after 2019, but they, they have in the pipeline, you mm-hmm. know, like, with actual, like, tangible work, not just like, hey, yeah, we might do this, yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, So there, there is stuff in there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, But it is, like, a heavy—it's kind of like how Nintendo structures their direct, where it's like, we might talk about something that's two years from now, but for the most part, most of this is for the next eight to— 12 months, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. I think the only one that I would, I would think differently was you mentioned breath of the wild DLC and I would more strongly guess from my perspective that they're working on a full fledged sequel. Um, I also mm-hmm. think probably, um, that they're working on that. So there's a Nintendo EPD, obviously, um, that they're also right. working on. And there's a comment about this later that somebody put in, but, uh, Mario Odyssey two, for mm-hmm. probably 2020 or maybe 2021, I don't know. But as opposed to doing like DLC for that, that I think at this point they're just gonna like go ahead and make a second one in the same vein as of Mario Galaxy 2. Um, so those were some thoughts that I had. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's, I've I've got more thoughts, but I think some of these will come out through some of the comments. So did you... I don't know. You wanna start getting into his comments? Do,
0: I mean if, if if you think there's a lot of bleed through with like what you have to say and what the comments have to say, then mm-hmm. we'll go into the comments and then address your thoughts as we do that. Sure.
1: Yeah, so uh, the first one is from Brave Lady Lynn, and she says, keep up the fantastic videos. They're always well thought out and unique. My favorite studio yeah, is either Intelligent System or Game Freak. A bit more towards Intelligent Systems, not just because of Fire Emblem, but for the three Paper Mario games as well, and still have hope they'll be brought back to its former glory. Um,
0: I think my favorite studio would have to be EPD, like easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Intelligent Systems. Um, but it's like, I, I think Fire Emblem kind of loses it for me a little bit. Not because I don't think Fire Emblem is good, but it's just a game that doesn't really, uh, like, appeal to me specifically. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not really an a, a AJ game, mm-hmm. uh, if, we, if we were to label it like that. Um, I think they definitely make really good stuff. I like, obviously, I like Game Freak. I think that Game Freak, like they're too, they think too small, and it irritates me. Because it's like it's yeah. like we have the biggest IP in the world, <laughs> but like we're just you know we're just going to approach it like we're like living paycheck to paycheck. You know, like we'll, we'll get in what we can. Like no, like blow the roof off this thing and like approach it like the sky's the limit because it really is. Like the game is going to make its money back no matter how much they dump into this game. Yeah. It's going to make its money back. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, that seems, and they've got such a big team, or they at least could have such a big team. I mean, what they've got a couple hundred people there, right? Yep, I'm um, like, pretty sure,
0: but we can we can look that up as you <laughs> think
1: But yeah, I mean, they've got a ton of people. They could definitely put in a lot more resources. And I mean, I feel like so many people would rather they skip, uh, like, you know, a yellow or that equivalent, where it's like the third game, the revision or whatever for them to put in just that much more work into the next one which i mean i think probably they tried to do and tried to put in a lot of work on the 3ds stuff and try to really push that console to its limits but that said you know we'll really see with the switch they already
0: they they put way too much into 3ds
2: yeah
1: because they blew past
0: its limits <laughs> um but game freak has 143 uh employees okay um, and even beyond that I think that we could look into like the teams that help a lot with Pokemon games like Creatures mm-hmm. uh, they're usually like all hands on most Pokemon games and they haven't I won I don't think I well. I, I mentioned it I mentioned it because there are a lot of studios that I was like okay I'm saving this for another video because this would be way too long um, <laughs> but I did mention Creatures. Creatures is usually working on something to do with Pokemon and they haven't been on a project for I think like two to three years so it would be plausible for them to be on pokemon 2019 whatever yeah the last mm-hmm. game that they were or games that they worked on were pokemon go poke tournament and detective pikachu all in 2016 wow so they're doing something
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and i think it would make a lot of sense if they worked uh, did the work and what they do mostly is modeling mm-hmm. so
1: you're getting my hopes up, AJ. I'm just,
0: I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm
1: just saying. Three yep. years is
0: a long time to, to do some modeling, and that, that's something that you need in an adventurous Pokemon game, you know?
1: Yep. No, Totally. Yeah, I mean, one and of they things, have
0: 110 employees as of June 2017. Yeah, so that's potentially 200 people. That's a that's a, a, a AAA game for most studios. 300 people, you yeah. know,
1: like that's a lot of resources. They can do a lot of stuff with that. I mean, and like you said, a lot of other times too, the number of people they could pull from other studios too, if they really needed to, with the Nintendo resources and stuff. Yeah, hit up retro. If they got, got Monolith. Monolith Soft, you, exactly. You know, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah. one-up studios, mm-hmm. you know, hit them up. That was, that was a really interesting part of your video, by the way, too, just hearing about all the the side support teams and stuff because um, that's something I feel like we don't really hear about a lot is, is that there's, you know, actual teams that do that. Um, and one of the comments, too, that I had was, like, I hope that some of those are working on just some little, a lot of little projects where, um, I mean, something like, you know, switching up the Switch UI and working on that to make it, just that much better over time too. Cause again, we talked about like folders and stuff last week and man alive, I'll bang that drum till I die. I would love <laughs> that kind of a thing or, um, I don't know, you know, even like messaging and some dumb stuff like that where like, I see somebody's right. online. I don't feel like taking out my phone, but just like send them a little something or other would be really nice. Put
0: the Mitomo put the Mitomo people
2: mm. on, <laughs> on the switch UI. <laughs>
0: um, well DNA, they, they worked on, uh, yep. Mi-tomo mostly. Um any p d but but yeah, i this video was like weird for me because it's like i really didn't know how people were going to receive it and that's why it took me so long to make it because this is something that i've always known and i have talked about this a lot mm-hmm. um i don't i it, it all gets lost because like i'll have a conversation with like logan and bob and i don't know if i talked about it publicly or not <laughs> you know because it's just like all of those conversations bleed together but mm-hmm. like there's something i was talking to them about where it's like i'll get so lost in the weeds of like how i think about people's content and like the things that I make where it's like, well, this is old hat, like everybody knows this. Everybody knows how EPD is structured, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody knows that 1UP Studio is a ex-dev now, you know, like, and they just mostly do, so everybody knows that, you know? It's like, turns out not everybody knows that. You know? <laughs> so it's like, I, th- this video definitely helped me a lot where it's like, um, what to do moving forward, where it's like, not assume that everything that I know intimately is what everybody knows intimately.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think there's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, it's same kind of thing where like uh, in a different regard, I was playing Smash with my wife yesterday where like she has never played a Smash game at all. And so I was showing her all this stuff and there were just a lot of things that I had to think about differently of like, oh no, I have to like tell that you can or tell her that you can double jump and that you can't, you know, like these just little nuances that are just completely normal things to me just cause I'm used to them. But then to somebody who is new to games in a lot of respects, just yeah, wouldn't like think about could, that kind just, of stuff. Like if, if she got KO'd, you couldn't be like, Oh, you could have D I'd that. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, also you had, um, one of the other things I thought about, you mentioned that Luigi's mansion three is being worked on by Nintendo EPD. Isn't that sometimes worked on by next level or, or was that just dark moon and the Luigi? That was, mansion uh, dark moon. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, interesting. Cool. And then, uh, before we move away from this comment too, one of the things that brave lady Lynn brought up is that she hopes the paper Mario games are brought back to their former glory. Just kind of touching on the former glory thing in general. Um, kind of the thoughts that i had on just this subject as a whole is that like now finally for the first time in like ever handheld and home console you know are merging into one and so unless unless nintendo pulls a fast one and decides to announce another handheld game and then they're fragmented again quick uh addendum uh to
0: what you said uh next level didn't work on the the uh luigi's mansion port that was grezzo
1: ah that's right yep
0: that did the uh, 3d yep part.
1: which and they also did what ocarina of time they 3d do, like, the, and, a lot
0: of like the zelda ports and stuff like gotcha
1: that, yeah. yeah okay um oh yeah next level games I, I looked them up a little bit earlier too they're not even a first party or second party or third party well
0: they are th- they're second party They're second party def, okay
1: because they had yeah. like oh maybe they were just they had games like i don't know nhl blitz and some other stuff but maybe those were Nintendo games that, or whatever, doesn't matter.
0: It's also like. It, it really depends on like how far back you go. Cause True, it's like a lot of devs are like like uh, one of Nintendo's like Camelot. They're mm-hmm. a Sony studio. I mean, a uh, Sega studio. They're owned by Sega. Really? But they're a Nintendo second party. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I didn't really talk about them yet. That's in the, that's the future in video.
1: <laughs>
2: Indeed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll have I'll definitely have thoughts on Camelot. I'll say that much. Um, yeah, and I like you didn't mention Monolith Soft yet, so I'm not going to say anything yeah, on all that's of those. One. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, for sure. But so for the yeah, the kind of unfragmenting as it were of the studios I feel like now is the time that um, and this is kind of another topic but sort of not at the same time that finally like there's probably a lot of franchises that'll get their like one last shot kind of thing in the similar sense that like Fire Emblem Awakening was or like Final Fantasy was back for Square back in the day and stuff like that where I don't know I feel like now the Switch exists and they can sell to both hand held and home console user bases that they're finally gonna be yeah. like, all right, like let's try F Zero again, see what happens, or let's try, you know, all these different things. I don't know. What do you think on any of that?
0: I think that it it would behoove them to do things like that because it's like like I talked about, like people are hungry to play things on Switch, mm-hmm. right? Um, And Nintendo really steered into that skid with GameCube where they had a a small but really active user base with GameCube. Like, GameCube is, like, top three best-selling, like, as far as, like, um, install base goes Mm to... To software, uh, software sales, it's ridiculous. Like they, I think they only sold. Well, let me pull it up. Twenty-two thousand or
1: twenty-two million. Twenty-one. Twenty-one point
0: seventy-four million. And software, they sold two hundred and eight million. Wow. And a lot of that is be. And for context on that, like that's more software. That's double the software that Wii U did, and (laughs) Wii U is like seven million less than GameCube. Mm -hmm. It's Double with switched triple. No, 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 no. no. Double. It's double with switched it, and it's. A million less yeah in terms of like hardware sales mm-hmm. so it's like, i think a lot of that is owed to like so many like eclectic like crazy games that nobody really expects to come to a nintendo platform and people double dipping on that yeah um so i think having that with a platform that actually is like with no asterisks successful you know like switch like on pace to be at like 30 million mm-hmm. in a couple months you know yeah. I think it would make a lot of sense for them to, like, sell an active user base like that. A lot of, like, new experiences. Yeah. No, I feel like there's IP a lot of
1: a lot of franchises that kind of just, they were given a second chance, but, like, at a just terrible time. Like, Golden Sun, for example. I would love to see Golden Sun come back. And Dark Dawn came out in 2010 on the DS when, like, it just wasn't, it was kind of waning at that point. And there were just... I mean, not that it still wasn't selling because it was selling, but as far as like that wasn't, you know, it was a very casual market at the same time. And so there's a lot of franchises like that. I feel like that just, they were given another chance, but just not really at an optimal time, which just kind of (laughs) sucks. So I'd love to see them get another chance nowadays. Yeah. Um, But yeah, moving on to the next one. Uh, So Frosted Firefly says... Monolith Soft and Retro Studios have to be the favorites from me. One puts so much effort into their world building that you really want to live there, and the other puts so much heart into their level design and gameplay in general that it's hard not to find something that challenges you with respect as a gamer and casual. Now, if those two, two studios were to make a game together...
0: hmm. Yo, I'm down. Yep. Uh, granny they kind of do make games together a lot (laughs) but not like this is like a retro studios game in like cooperation with monolith it's like all right monolith we know you're handling the world design you know like that that sort of thing or like the the environments and modeling all that stuff um like they're more support roles than anything they're not like uh, a situation where it's like um like bandai namco and capcom teaming up on a a fighting game or whatever you know
1: right yeah exactly it's just that they're both like support resources on the same kind of thing and or like that one of them is just kind of helping out in some regards but no that would be they're both grunts they're not like Uh
0: leading the 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 production
1: yep no because i mean totally the ambition of a game that the two of them would do together would be really something awesome because monolith again insane yeah and it will probably be canceled three times over <laughs> <sighs> yeah it would um but man it's we'll see, we would see it eventually it would just take 12 years mm-hmm. i know i would love to see that happen for one thing and also yeah both of those are just great ga- i mean i talked about xenoblade chronicles 2 earlier and i i really did like that game a lot that was um logan in his video asked what what your top rpg is on the switch and my two are probably xenoblade chronicles 2 and octopath traveler like both of those are just really really good although xenoblade obviously took a while to get into it but monolith soft does a great game from at least that bit and again you're going to be talking about them next time so i won't say anything more but uh, i'm curious to hear what you uh, expand upon as far as they go yeah, they got
0: a lot. They got a lot. That's, I mean, I was, when like I said, when I was writing this video, I planned on talking about all of them. <laughs> like every studio they have access to, uh-huh. even a lot of third party ones. But I was like, all right, this is this video is already too long, you know, where it's like where where I had it. And I was like, nah, I got I to gotta, like just break it out and see how it does. And then if people like it, I'll do like more of their studios. And then maybe even go, because I know a lot of people were commenting like, I want to know more about what like the, the non-game dev studios do. Like maybe do like more talk on what they do. Yeah. There's a lot of ideas that could come from that video that I, I think I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, jump into.
1: Yeah. No, I think, I mean, your earlier point just of that there's a lot of stuff that you probably know that you think is commonplace that other people don't know. I think that's super apt and that there's a lot of things that, yeah, just I and lots of other people aren't aware of. So um uh, Fox says I want to see what the third team under Monolith Umbrella could do with their own game even a smaller digital only eShop title considering the variety on display and twisting of mechanics into some very strange directions in the Octo expansion they did uh, side note uh, doesn't matter he mentions the Octo expansion earlier w- was Monolith working with the, o- or did he mean the Torna expansion for um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 I think he means the Torna expansion okay because he mentions that again later. Because, yeah, I, I would have assumed that the Octo expansion was probably also still Nintendo EPD, but, I mean, unless... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was EPD. But, I don't um, think they had any, like, crazy support on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, Gazentra Fox, if you know something we don't know, uh, feel free to let us know. Um, but, yeah, continuing on, he says, uh, but they're probably working on a Shrines equivalent for the next 3D Zelda, if it's as close to happening as some of the rumors suggest, since I think the groundswork for the studio was laid when people at Monolith monolith did the shrines for breath of the wild towards the end of the game of that de- towards the end of that game development cycle i don't know if they're if they're my favorite of nintendo studios um of teams within studios i guess i'm sure everyone i i'm sure i read they got a new office when they were set up but it could have been easy couldn't it have been easier to have just renamed them and given their own studio name at that point Uh, But seeing what they do next considering how they've twisted and iterated in interesting and creative ways established mechanics Giving to them by another project is exciting to me in terms of what they'll do next after octo expansion again possibly torn expansion Um, But they're a helper studio, so it wouldn't have counted for the video anyway This sort of video is really interesting to me. It would be definitely interesting to see more along these lines in the future
0: yeah i'm not seeing anything from monolith i think he definitely means the tourney expansion
1: Mm -hmm. yeah which i heard great things about that for the record i i didn't go back in and play it but um i definitely heard that it kind of streamlined the whole experience which i mean that game in general if you played it at launch versus if you played it like six months later (laughs) was some was fairly different but um but, yeah. Also,
0: for that uh, product provided by Nintendo. <laughs> they didn't send it. I mean, they sent it to me, but I gave it to Logan. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I don't really have much to say about it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, they have four studios.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, again, I would ask you what some of them are doing, but I guess we'll be waiting to find out pretty soon. Everybody go subscribe and watch the videos and listen to the videos. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, any more? any more thoughts on this one before we move on to the next comment? Uh, nah, that's spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I figured. So just wanted to check. Um, all right. Uh, Guillemin 1334 says, perhaps there's some need for retro to prove people want a new Star Fox game after whatever zero was. So a racer would act as a litmus test or maybe I've got it backwards. Maybe retro were asked to make a Star Fox game to follow zero, but have dreams of resurrecting F zero. So this idea is to prove they can make such a racer and that Nintendo's core audience isn't merely content with Mario Kart as a racer.
0: Um, I disagree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it would be like saying like millennials still like Applebee's. So let's give them a McDonald's, you know, like, <laughs> right. that's not, it's not the same thing. Like you're, you're trying to prove that people want something that you're not going to give them to try to prove that they want it, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's very backwards. And even in the other way, it's like, if people want an F-Zero game, they want an F-Zero game. It's not like people aren't like something that would be a better litmus test for if people wanted a, a F-Zero game is how much they embrace the Mario Kart 8 DLC. Mm-hmm. Cause that's. Literally (laughs) F-Zero.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like, I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. I feel like that's, they probably don't confuse those franchises as much as we as an audience are going to see. I mean, if the Star Fox Grand Prix, if it even exists and happens, ends up being so much like F-Zero I suspect that they went at it from like, all right, let's figure out how we're going to do Star Fox. And then it turned, ended up being more like F-Zero in some regards. So then we as an audience are going to be like, okay, well, you guys just made an F-Zero game, but called it Star Fox. But that wasn't like their intention going into it. I think sometimes we...
0: But it wouldn't surprise me if it was because F-Zero and Star Fox already have a lot of crossover. Like there's already Star Fox characters in F-Zero games. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, for sure. So
0: it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd be surprised for sure. Um, but I mean, it's, you know, we can't really ever know intentions and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, one thing or another, but yeah, for sure. I think that would just be odd of them to do it that way personally. (laughs) (laughs)
0: right I mean I agree yeah I agree Mm -hmm. I think it would be odd.
1: yeah no I think I mean that's the thing is like there's a lot of time I feel like we think conspiracy theories oftentimes which I mean that's not even quite a conspiracy theory but a little bit where it's like they had this intention going into it but I think you know that's just not always going to be the case where they haven't really thought that direction about those kinds of things but I mean maybe who's to say yeah just mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Uh, uh, it's a friend of a friend. <laughs> Touche. Um, and last but not least, so this is our good old friend Grim Hane. Uh, AJ dropping the Nintendo Studios is definitely some nerd stuff. Uh, <laughs> luckily, that's the best kind of nerd stuff. Uh, I think Breath of the Wild stole my love away from the Pokemon franchise this year. Uh, Breath of the Wild and Let's Go both being games that were new to me in 2018 which really grim Heyman, I'm surprised you hadn't played Breath of the Wild prior to that but that's a separate thing all in and itself um, I mean
0: that, that, that sounds like some, some nerd, nerd stuff
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. man um, but yeah so and unless the Pokemon Company slash Game Freak come out swinging I don't see that changing I'd like to believe they'll deliver groundbreaking new Pokemon but my expectations are that it'll be a moderate divergence from the Pokemon formula prove me wrong Game Freak prove me wrong don't get me wrong, I still enjoy Pokemon and Mario. They're fun games, but as has been discussed in various videos on this channel, they're pretty much same gaming it with new releases. I know people love Odyssey because of Cappy and while it did some new did add some new gameplay, it really wasn't entirely unique gameplay even if we we're just looking at Mario. I'd argue the only thing really unique was the mechanic where you take over an enemy, and honestly most of that time or most of the time that felt shoehorned in. The other aspects such as extending Mario's jump, gathering coins, smashing blocks is all small extensions of what we've already seen from Mario. To top it off, they flat out dissed my boy Luigi by sticking him in Balloon World, not Nintendo. That might've flown back before the year of Luigi, but now with the Switch and all the stuff Luigi has done, show him some respect. PS, AJ has a video on how you can do this. I feel like I'm both preaching to the choir and beating a dead horse with how Pokemon is following the same pattern in and uh, game in and game out. Let's Go is a nice splash of paint and stripping away some of the extremely dated, and obsolete mechanics but that's really baby steps for what I want the 2019 game to be. And I fully understand Let's Go is not meant to be the franchise re- redefining game. That's not what my issue is. It's that it's fully possible that the Pokemon company and Game Freak could, or er, to look at the popularity of Let's Go and rest on the laurels for 2019 game thinking, okay, as long as we make a few tweaks back to quote unquote hardcore, hard hardcore style will be good and uh mic drop
0: <laughs> this is this is all true um i i argue that i don't really agree with the the mario aspect i think they tar they change mario games up a lot
2: mm-hmm. that's um, what i was gonna say too.
0: <laughs> with the exception of the new super mario Bros. series that game that's much more analogous to to the whole like pokemon thing of like oh yeah we got fairy types now <laughs> you know (laughs) like like that that whole thing playing the same game for 20 years Mm -hmm. Uh, and I do actually I have faith that they'll change up Pokemon I think that the biggest thing for them is that they're scared
2: Mm -hmm. like
0: in the same way that Activision is scared to change Call of Duty you know because it's like hey if we have this thing that sells to tens of millions of people every year and whenever you change the smallest bit of thing in that that can like make so many people like 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 crazy bad for no reason you know like especially in like the gamer sphere of like oh this handling doesn't feel the same way or you know even with pokemon let's go like i want wild encounters back even though it's been a meme forever how annoying (laughs) wild encounters are you know it's like Uh the second that you even present the possibility of change to a large fan base a big portion of them is like i will hate that and it will fail and it doesn't you know yeah um and i think pokemon let's go shows them that it won't you know like if they if they decide to say hey as long as we keep these core tenants, which at the end of the day that's all that matters is it's like the exploration like and I talk about this a lot and the, the, the ad nauseum all the different videos all over the channel about Pokemon where it's like <laughs> There are very like very simple broad things that make up Pokemon. It's the exploration, it's the building your team and like having the bond with these with these creatures and battling. How you go about doing that is negotiable. You know, it's not it's not this thing of like it has to be. You press A for menus and you gotta have. You know, it's like that. That's not what Pokemon is. And if that was what it was, then it wouldn't be this transmedia like crazy success across the world you know and the anime
1: would feel really like incorrect and wrong to see that like oh they're like both doing something at the same time you know like at the same time as ash is telling pikachu to use thunder or whatever
0: right he didn't just tell pikachu to use Thunder; he told him that he told him to jump on top of a rock (laughs) throw the throw a pebble at his opponent thunderbolt the rock to distract him and then have his other Pokemon use water gun on the ground to kick up some mud, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's like almost like a RTS sort of situation how they how they and it's not even just exclusive to the to the anime either. It's in the manga. It's it's in any like narrative situation where they're able to have that type of like uh freestyle nature to like how they approach battles. Yep. Um and we have that technology now. We're not on Game Boys. So we're we're able to like have this Mm -hmm. sort of like different approach to battle. Um and to like to make it strategic, you can't like just straight up blow it up in that way. But like fighting games are a good template for like this is how you make a game like this competitive and also not be the same thing Mm -hmm. all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean I feel like to some degree if they were to even just extrapolate on, a like, two of those three things or even one of those three things and make it a lot bigger than it has been before. Like, that would be awesome. Because at this point, like, even with Pokemon Let's Go, yeah, we've got Pokemon out in the overworld. We don't have wild encounters. No. Like, we don't need wild encounters. But, like, the battling the Pokemon, I was watching, actually, um, we painted a living room recently and we were watching just Pokemon anime season one in the background. And the episode where... Um, Ash finds, or uh, er, what? He tries to catch a Pidgeotto and mm-hmm. he just like throws a Pokeball at it and it doesn't work. And Misty's like, oh, well, like you got to battle at first. I, when Pokemon Let's Go came out, they said that the whole reason that you don't battle the Pokemon in Let's Go is because in the anime, you didn't battle the Pokemon, you just caught him. And Misty like straight up says, you've got to weaken at first. Wait, did they say that? Yeah, no, there was some, I don't know if it was Masuda, I want to say it was Masuda, had a quote that was like, uh, it was this, like, long thing a couple weeks before it came out that was something to the effect of, like, we just wanted this game to be as much like the anime as possible, where, you know, you're going out and, like, it's about catching the Pokemon and this kind of stuff. Um, right. I'll, I could try to find the quote for next time or whatever, but um, but essentially said something to the effect of, like, in the show, you didn't weaken them. You just threw a Pokeball. <laughs> I was like yeah that's, that's
0: not um, true it's it's definitely not like how it's handled in the in the like the older games where it's like you got them get them, you got to get them to red health and then you throw the po- mm-hmm. like that's not how it works it's definitely like a thing of like uh they really play it by ear mm-hmm. it's like some pokemon they completely make faint yeah <laughs> and then they throw the pokemon you <laughs> yeah. know and others it's, it is a situation of like you want to come with me and be my friend mm-hmm. here touch the button <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's like, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, I could...
1: like I never played. I Well, actually, I have Undertale. I just haven't played it. But in that game, there's to my understanding, you can either fight the opponents or you can like kind of talk them down and just have the conversation and not fight them at all and still kind of win the encounter in that way. And I feel like in a similar way, that's what the show is where like you've sometimes you fight opposing Pokemon and then catch them. But then other times you just like you said, you're like you become friends with them and they're like, I'll come with you. So they could definitely right. implement some kind of mechanic that's like that where, you know, maybe it's a bit longer i don't know exactly what it would be but something along the lines of like you make it could just depend on their nature yes that's a, that's a whole stat that we have in the game
0: yep <laughs> where it's like it's like oh this is a docile pokemon it's less likely to want to fight you you know mm-hmm. so okay cool i'll just befriend him uh-huh. You know, <laughs> so,
1: so then you like... need to like send out the right pokemon of yours that would be a good friend of his or something like that and i don't know some various things like that it will be fun and like give us options you know <laughs> I think yeah, that's no, I mean crazy,
0: crazy giving us options in a, in, a, in a multi-billion man. dollar uh, mm-hmm. IP, <laughs> the most popular entertainment brand in the world, mm-hmm. having, having depth, mm-hmm. what? Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, but you're I think I, I agree with what you were saying on. That was what I was going to say pretty much too with the Mario stuff as well that like I feel like I feel like they changed up a lot of things too. They they did go back to similar mechanics in some ways to Mario 64 and they are like a similar kind of setup, but I really I felt like the Cappy stuff changed it up quite a bit and especially like how some of those captures were I guess a couple of them were I don't know, not the best or whatever, but for the most part like it was fun playing a little Pokio and um I don't know, even being. I'm trying to think of everything that you could be. Um, the... I think the
0: capture, like the captures were probably like. The smallest thing for me in mm. Mario Odyssey, the biggest thing for me was just how they expanded on his capabilities. Right. Where it's like Mario can roll now, and he can jump off his cap, and like you know, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and like seeing what type of crazy trick jumps you can make by using all of those capabilities in tandem with each other.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the the captures were like this novel thing where it's like, oh, I wonder what this thing does, and I wonder where I can go with this.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, it definitely wasn't like uh the biggest uh like I wouldn't say that the capture mechanic is what made the game for me
1: right I mean I guess yeah to that point too when you like when you go in and just especially once you know how to do all that stuff what's fun is just kind of running around and jumping around kind of like in spider-man swinging around is just fun you know in a similar way just like running jumping on your hat doing all that kind of stuff to get like hey can I get up to that corner up there and sure enough you can you know that kind of stuff's just it's just another
0: one of those games where it's like no X run, you know, mm-hmm. like no Cappy run, right. no capture run, no, <laughs> you know, like that's one of those games that gives you the the power to have that sort of situation, mm-hmm. um, like a Breath of the Wild, where it's like uh, no equipment other than like a stick or whatever, you know, like you can do crazy like challenges for yourself because that's how wide open the game I
1: is. I spent so long one Sunday or Saturday morning trying to beat uh i guess just a red lionel like from the beginning or whatever and it was i was like running out of equipment because everything was breaking before the time that he would even like die and i've seen people do it for sure but it's just a question of like you know having enough equipment and then also lasting long enough but uh it didn't end up happening but yeah that kind of thing's just fun where it's like oh well it's you know it sets up a lot of different various mechanics that you can use the game in so many different directions. I mean, just like Pokemon, we were saying it would be great if you could have all these options, but... um in that one you it just would don't. be
0: so cool if we were talking about a gym leader and then you're like yeah you know i just i just did the typical thing you know i picked the the pokemon that had the strong attack against what he was using and i'm like oh really i just made my pokemon dodge right before he ran into a wall and he <laughs> KO'd himself yep. you know like that that sort of stuff like making that possible would mm-hmm. make the conversations around the game so much more interesting yeah
2: yeah
1: exactly no that would be awesome but, yeah, that was the last comment for uh, for your video for this week. Any kind of closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, you've got another one coming up at some point that'll be a similar type topic but with other content. Uh, any closing thoughts yeah. on that video?
0: I like that video a lot. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite ones that I've made. Um, I think that I'm probably not going to go right back to that well. I want to do something similar mm-hmm. but different. Um, so look out for that. The... Part two of this video will probably be after this week, assuming that we don't get a direct. <laughs> in which case, whichever week following the direct will be that. And then I'll do the part two or whatever. But, yeah, I like that concept. I'm happy people like that concept. If there's other stuff in the games industry, pretending to Nintendo or Nintendo Switch, that you don't know, that you think I might know, or maybe you, don't, you just don't know. It's just something that you have a question about. I'll figure it out, and I'll make a video <laughs> about it. Let me know.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: AJ is smart. And he'll figure it out. Come on, I'll figure it out. You know, I have people at Nintendo. I'll message them if I have to. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's right. Um, and then to close it up, we've got just a bunch of questions from you guys. From uh, and you can you can ask us questions on AJ. What's all the places? Discord, Twitter,
0: Discord, the community. I do community posts. You can go to the Fanatics for Twitter and ask us there. Yeah, we got got all these things. All this stuff linked on our about page. If you if there's shout a comment it loud enough, section
1: of some sort,
0: <laughs> you can ask us there. You can ask us in the comment section of this video. In fact, indeed, if you're watching on YouTube,
1: correct, indeed. And the the first one, for example, uh, Charlotte McFall asks or says, "I'd love to see the Diner slash Wedding Dash slash Cake Mania games on the Switch. What do you think the chances are for those?"
0: Um, I think that. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. That definitely seems like one of the games where it's like, because Nintendo did mention that they would like to basically be Steam mm-hmm. with what's on the eShop. Yep. And I'm reasonably sure that all of those games are on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that happen on Switch. I don't know, uh, like, a timeline on that or anything like that. But it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would say that there's hope out there for that somewhere.
1: I think it with those kinds of games too, because I actually I hadn't heard of any of those, but I just looked them up to see kind of what they were. It seems like some of them are kind of either like older uh, like iPhone apps or um, flash games or that kind of a style of game. I could be wrong on that for sure, but um, I think the big question because like I was playing um, Peggle with some friends recently, and which the I think technically the last release was on. Xbox 360 or something like that and then EA did, I don't know, something. doesn't even matter. But I think with those it kind of just depends on, if they're kind of obscure older games that are just a lot of fun, if the team like who owns them and do they have resources anymore is kind of just right. one of the questions you know because if it's one of those things they had things...
0: A, a Nintendo DS port in 2007 for Donner dash. Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so there's hope they they like Nintendo. <laughs> or they did
1: 11 12 years ago. <laughs> and, yeah, in 2007.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I think I think you're totally right. Those kinds of things definitely could happen. It's just a question for specific games, you know, are those companies cuz they definitely see that there's um you know, people that want to play indie games of various sorts or just small games or whatever and have kind of those fun party game kind of things on there. Um so is it something that they have the resources to do? And if they do, probably they'll just do it. At some point. Yep. Yep.
0: So TLDR, we don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Um Meditin Joe asks um how did aj and bob meet and then following that how did logo and logo (laughs) logan and aj meet and then patar 35 also asks how you guys met justin all right
0: so i'll go in chronological order because that's easier i met logan in ninth grade uh we had same bus stop (laughs) (laughs) um and like we we used to like um which, I mean, he's still like, it's really heavy into like music, but we used to like make music a lot together. Mm-hmm. I kind of follow that. Cause it just was less interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like people weren't making stuff that excited me as much as like, cause that I'm just like a really collaborative person. So like me seeing other people making cool stuff makes me want to make stuff. Mm. Um, people are making less cool stuff in music. So I'm less interested in that. Oh, uh, <laughs> but that's how I met <laughs> Logan. And I w- really wanted to do a YouTube channel cause I saw people like, you know, game theory, peanut butter Gamer, all that stuff. And I was like, yo, I can do that. Um, and I try to do it with, um, my aunt who some of you guys might've saw in, um, the stream that we did, we did a. Was she in the Mario Party stream or was it just Smash Brothers? We did a Smash Brothers stream and she was there. Um we started that and she kind of fell out of it and i was like oh well that sucks um and it's less interesting to do by myself which i kind of like i rather have a youtube channel by myself now <laughs> at this point just because it's so hard to work with other people and be on the same page in that way yeah. um but logan was like yo we can do it and then th- we started the channel that way um i met bob because we're both fans of kind of funny who's um like greg miller uh formerly mm-hmm. Colin uh, Moriarty, people that used to work at IGN, Tim, Tim Gettys, Nick Scarpino, um, and they left and started their own YouTube channel or whatever, um, and they have a Facebook group um, that their fans are in and stuff like that, and me and Bob were in there I have a submission Sunday or whatever, people post like stuff that they make, um, and Bob posted a video that he made in like I don't know, like 2014 2014 2015, probably late 2015, because it was like around the time we started our channel in earnest, like actually started uploading videos, not made the... Mm -hmm the channel so uh he he made a video and I was like hey this video is cool <laughs> i was like i have a channel too you should check it out um and he checked it out and then we, uh i think he requested me on facebook and then i added him and then we just like progressively became friends where it was like um he also does graphic design work mm-hmm. and that was like the first time that i reached out to him like to be like hey can you uh like i'll pay you can you like make me some stuff for my youtube channel because i wanted to rebrand it i was like okay <laughs> so we like it was just like random stuff like um i remember the bayonetta dlc came out and i messaged him and this was before we are friends like now i message bob we talk every day we talk about dumb stuff it doesn't even matter but at that time i accidentally messaged him because it was like more of like a professional thing but i was i meant to message logan and i was like yo bayonetta is broken <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, it, was like, it was like it was like oh yeah <laughs> it's like, it like and then you know like we progressively just became more and more friends yeah. from there um justin was a similar situation to parker where it was like just uh he just found our videos um and then he reached out to me and was like hey um i do this you know like i i make branding and stuff like that and i think that your branding could use some work <laughs> Well, not he, was not necessarily saying it was bad, right. but just being like, "Hey, refresh." He still like, he still is like constantly like, like, "Hey, we should refresh this." Like, I remember he changed the directly to you branding like three times in the span of like two weeks. I'm like, "All right, we gotta chill out. We gotta settle on, <laughs> we gotta settle on something." So yeah, he just reached out to me with that and was like, "Hey, uh, like, I like what you guys are doing. I'm like, I study like uh, branding and marketing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and graphic design and all that good stuff." uh and I would like to contribute and I was like okay cool so that's how I met Justin yeah
1: go. yeah good stuff yeah nice um I don't really have any follow up questions if I did I'd ask them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you met all those people uh yeah, you and so and much. you and Bob have met in person a couple times right at like yeah, some yeah, conferences
0: like, and and stuff yeah. like that like whenever I'm in New York I'm like yo Bob I'm in New York I forgot cuz I was in New York to uh Go to our MCN, Federator. Mm-hmm. They had a party or whatever at their office, and I was there. And I told Bob, but it was around Comic Con, so I don't think he remembered that I was going to go to New York. and He was like, "Yo," she <laughs> 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 told me I was you were in New York. I was like, "I'm sorry." Yep. But yeah, go go see Bob again and Paxi's. Mm-hmm.
1: When's that? Uh, March twenty eighth through thirty first. So, so you'll just be playing Yoshi the whole time. Got it. Got it. Yeah, just <laughs> playing Yoshi the whole time. <laughs> cool um, yeah good stuff uh, the next question comes from Sir Boo Boo Poodle Burger that's a name that sure <laughs> is you betcha <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think are or so what do you think of the people proposing the idea of Super Mario Odyssey 2 in 2020 given the galaxy duo on the Wii I don't know
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think a lot of people are leaning towards that where they're like, I think that they're going to, like you, for yep, instance, I think that they're, <laughs> they're going to do like a sequel for Mario, but I just don't know if that's something that they have to do now. Right. Like, I think that Mario Odyssey, I mean, Mario Galaxy 2 more so was out of, I'm not going to say necessity, but just like uh, what was already established, what they were used to, mm-hmm. you know? Like... um, five years ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) or even even longer than that like before dlc was a a huge thing new super luigi would have been a whole new game right but it was dlc you know Mm -hmm. so i i I, wouldn't surprise me if they were like hey here's this 40 dollars expansion um for mario odyssey Uh versus a whole new game i could equally see them do a mario odyssey 2 whether or not it would be that soon i don't know
1: yeah so i think i mean having like a $40 expansion to me seems more likely than like a $20 expansion only in the sense that like I think the amount of time that we that you wait increases what like quality or quantity or whatever would need to come out not would need to but like kind of would be expected or whatever so most of the here's kind of just some ramblings of thoughts of why i think i don't know about 2020 like you said maybe not but maybe so i don't know um but the reasons why i think probably it would be that as opposed to dlc and i'm totally fine being wrong is that um for the most part it seems like Nintendo, especially with Mario, likes to use um, the same kind of formulas a couple of times. So like 3D Land came out on the uh, 3DS and then 3D World came out following that. Uh, We saw the same thing with, I mean, before that with um, kind of eh, Super Mario 64 into Super Mario Sunshine, sort of same kind of idea. But then Galaxy into Galaxy 2, New Super Mario Bros into Wii into, you know, 2 into... I'd, I'd argue that Galaxy was kind of like the
0: what brought that to be a thing. Because mm. mm-hmm. before that, it, it was almost like they wanted to reinvent Mario all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like Super Mario, like the original one. Or, not even Super Mario Bros. Right, yeah, into Super Mario Bros. Like, those are two different totally, games. Yeah. And then, like, if we're not talking about, like, the Japanese, like, <laughs> did you
1: know that? I'm just kidding. The whole, yeah, the whole
0: thing. <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> that those games are, other, like, not lost levels, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, Mario USA, like, that whole thing. Like, that's vastly different from the first game. Yep. And then, if you're talking about Super Mario Bros., that's very different. And then you go into the 64, mm-hmm. very different. And then Sunshine, you know, like, that whole thing. Yep. Um, really, the only time that they pursued the whole sequel thing was with galaxy yeah. no for sure the only even time they 3d land in yeah. 3d world is kind of like I, I see those less like sequels and more like a portable version and a console version yeah. of the same idea
1: no yeah you're definitely right they're not sequels of each other in any kind of the same way that galaxy one and two are i guess more just like that the same kind of concepts would be carried across rotor. um mm-hmm. but i mean they could either just not do that at all or do that differently or again, or just do it this way. Um, And then the other thing I think that that's kind of a hint to me is the, I mean, it's in rumor ish territory of that. People had found, you know, stuff for Delfino Island and all that in Super Mario Odyssey, but then it didn't show up in the final game. So like they seems like they cut it at some point point. Whether that's it could very well be they cut it because they started working on it and it just like didn't work out. And then they were just like, well, I guess we're not going to do Delfino Island or they cut it so that they could use it again later, um, which would make sense to me as well. Just because like they, you know, if they realize like that's kind of another cash cow or whatever is having that be one of the world sort of like, you know, the 64 stuff was in. um... See, that would
0: be that would be the reason why I would think that it would be an expansion rather than it being a whole new game yep
1: so i think for me it's just a at this point the time aspect of it is the only reason i would think that it's not um not just like regular dlc but an expansion i could i could see more where it's kind of like halfway between it's like a you know what two point or 1.5 or whatever that kind of thing at that point right. um because yeah they could just do it as dlc you not have to have physical box stuff um yeah like i could see i could definitely see it being a tornado situation yes like is this
0: 40 yep. like it could be bought as a standalone thing but ultimately if you want to buy it and add it on the odyssey maybe you get a couple dollars off mm-hmm. doing it that way like that Whole situation, rather than it being a full new sixty dollar release, yep. um, and I think that mostly what it feels like to me that the the uh, they chalk the chalk the um uh like the gap up to it's just that they didn't originally plan to be that much into dlc and then they saw how successful it was and then they're like oh wait we gotta we gotta really double down (laughs) on giving dlc to our bigger releases yeah and like the fact that they said that like um i'm not sure if kimishima was still at the helm at this time but there was one of the head people at nintendo was like hey man we got to start doubling down on our on our content and giving our big releases DLC and Mario Odyssey is like the biggest game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that would make sense for them to give that DLC. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I can't imagine a way that we don't have more Mario Odyssey in some regard. It's just a question, I guess, of whether it would be $20 small DLC, $40 standalone-ish expansion or a full on sequel and i yeah i'd lean towards the latter two rather than the first one but i mean i'd love any of those so i don't care i'd pay for all of them i'd play the heck out of it
0: <laughs> same, yep. same 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 yep. I, I mean any one of these scenarios wouldn't shock me i wouldn't be surprised if they went the full game route i wouldn't be surprised if they did 20 dollars dlc and i wouldn't be surprised if they did expansion i think they all make equal sense for different reasons
1: yep. <laughs> totally yeah exactly yeah, so great question, Sir Boo Boo Poodle Burger. Great question indeed. Uh, Bebop asks... That's a great name. Yeah, it's uh, it's very fun. It's a unique name. <laughs> That's for sure. Never read that Somehow name it reminds me of... I watch Bob's Burgers and it reminds me of that somehow. And uh, I don't know why. But um, Bebop asks, what's your favorite video game YouTuber you like slash like to watch other than yourself and why?
0: Uh now it's it's different like before i would say like easily game theory mm-hmm. uh but now i don't know hmm. now i don't know i watch too many gaming youtubers um the the easy the, like the the like the nepotism reason i mean the nepotism <laughs> answer would be bob wolf right youtube.com wolf Wolfden. <laughs> <laughs> um i think scott the wise is really good uh like i i think i mentioned peanut butter gamer is really good mm-hmm. Um, Like that whole crew Like the Hidden Black And like uh, Normal Boots people Like all that All they All of them make really good stuff Mm -hmm. Um, But it's hard to like Boil it down to like Just one
1: person Because I watch a lot of YouTube Yeah No for sure yeah, I mean, and for me, who's, I mean, I could easily say Fanatics 4 just because I've only been part of you guys for, like, a week and a day. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah like, that, that would be fair. Um, that would be fair. But, yeah, otherwise, I think, so, yeah, I really enjoy the Fanatics 4 stuff and have for a long time. Um, also, I think I, I really like, well, the community that you guys have is, is fun, and for that same reason, I really enjoy Spawn Wave and just that whole kind of the fact that, so both with you guys and the, you know, the wolf Dan and Dan and stuff you've got kind of multiple different YouTubers working together um to kind of help promote each other and stuff and so that's something that they do over with the Spawn Wave and Spawncast and stuff pretty well. So mm-hmm. I just enjoy that whole thing and camaraderie and you know helping each other out and uh that's a lot of fun. And uh also just you know gaming news is always fun and interesting. So that's You're me. Mhm. But yeah, good question, Bebop. Uh, One Peso asks, not Nintendo related, but what do you guys think of that sweet Resident Evil 2 remake coming soon, or its demo? If you played it,
0: um, I haven't turned on my Xbox or my PlayStation, <laughs> um, in and forever uh, since I want to say November, like early November, like not early November, because Red Dead came. When did Red Dead
1: come out? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think November... um, Red Dead Redemption uh, 2 release date. November 23rd? No. Oh, it was October.
0: It was? even longer than that. October 26th. Okay. So I haven't played my Xbox or PlayStation since then. Uh Because I remember I did turn on my Xbox because I wanted to play the Jump Force beta, Mm -hmm. and I played, or Alpha, or whatever, I don't know what it was. (laughs) It was one of those two things, and I played a little bit of that, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna play Red Dead, because I remember I was playing my PlayStation in September, because Spider-Man came out, and I was like, you know what, new year, new me at the (laughs) end of the year. I wanna play my PlayStation and Xbox more. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play Spider-Man in September. That's Spider-Man's month. There's not really that much big Nintendo stuff, this month mm-hmm. so spider-man that's what i'm gonna do and i played that that happened red Dead came out didn't really like it that much so i put spider-man on the back burner for no reason <laughs> and i never i never came back to it
1: but I, I will eventually yep will eventually yeah i i can't say i have any particular thoughts on it. i mean it seems like from everything i'm hearing that it'll be really cool uh the resident evil remake at, at that Bob point and
0: will are really excited about yeah
1: it. i i haven't played any resident evil games More so, so will. i mean like yeah, I just haven't. So I really don't know. I can't say anything definitive about it, other than people seem excited enough that it seems like it'll be pretty neat.
0: Hey, man, Will thinks it's a cool game, so I think it's a cool game too. You know what I mean?
1: Nepotism, nepotism, nepotism. nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the nepotism dance. All right. Yeah. This is a this is a quick and quick and easy one. Um, LSD ran two. Liz Drindu, uh asks, are you subscribed to Pewds, i.e. PewDiePie? Um, no, I'm sub to T-Series. <laughs> I'm sub F- to neither. <laughs> How dare like you? Like a
2: pro.
0: <sighs> Subscribe to T-Series. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I guess I'm subscribed to uh, PewDiePie. Um, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's responsible for that, but I don't really like watching, like, Let's Players as much mm. as I used to. Like, I used to watch, like, a lot of Game Grumps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I still watch Game Grumps, but exclusively for 10-minute power hour. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that that's... I think PewDiePie is responsible for that.
1: Honestly, um, because I don't... Yeah. The only Let's I Play just, stuff I watch is Mario Maker. That's literally it. Like, um, yeah, Ryukar and Grand Pooh Bear are two uh, guys that play Mario Maker, and mm-hmm. I enjoy watching those. And then besides that, just, yeah, don't play... Or don't watch Let's Plays, like, at all.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe streams are part of that too. And like being in streams and on streams and streaming makes watching streams from people that I don't know feel weird Yep. because I'm so
1: used to like being a part of it, you know? Yep. And especially, yeah, with the streamer that's that big too that like you just can't even people that I say this not having watched like any PewDiePie stuff at all really so I don't know if this is the case but I assume with like him and Ninja and stuff like that if somebody even donates and says stuff he still won't necessarily be able to read and respond to it because there's so much stuff coming. I mean
0: PewDiePie doesn't really do uh well he streams sometimes but like the stuff that I watch from PewDiePie is like he does like reaction videos Mm -hmm. and like reviews and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I don't really watch Like, like he's more of a vlogger now than he is a gamer. Right person gotcha
1: yeah i can't even say i've seen a whole video of his just ever i think he was one of those that like when i heard about him it was from like my boss's kid at, a, at an old job of mm. mine so it was like and that was before i had any knowledge of youtube gaming and all that kind of stuff so i just was right.
0: so that was like probably around the time where i didn't pay attention to him right because when he was a let's player i did i didn't like the whole pewdiepie right. brofist, <laughs> like all that stuff was like okay yep. this isn't for it me it just wasn't but, enticing
1: at that point but um, yeah
0: but like he he just you know got older <laughs> and is like kind of more so makes fun of that whole side yeah. of it you know
1: which that's good i i appreciate that um so yeah i'll i'll maybe check him out at some point but at this point like i've also got a lot of other channels that i follow and stuff that's going on to where i don't really know if i need you know yeah too much that. and it's not much, like it's not people. like he needs the support if we're being honest no, he does <laughs> need the support
0: how dare you we just talked about t-series all <sighs> <You're so> right <laughs> Oh, so
1: that's uh that's that question. I didn't expect that to be more than like a three word answer each, but yeah. uh <laughs> here we are. So well, here we go. Being alive. Um all right, last but not least, this one came in in the nick of time. Uh Lethal with a three cause he's Lee or whatever. Um asks, What's your thoughts on how Nintendo is handling twenty nineteen? Here, uh, there's a lot of questions in here. Do you want me to ask all of them and then we'll come back? or uh yes
0: let's do that yeah uh no, no. let's let's address them
1: as we go all stuff gets lost <laughs> so 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 what's your thoughts on how is nintendo is handling nintendo nintendo is handling 2019 so far
0: um i don't know it's not there's not enough information it seems weirdly similar to last year but we know a lot more about this year than we knew about last year at this
1: time 100% Yes, that's what, pretty much what I was going to say, too. Yeah, uh, like a weird thing with 2018 versus 2019 f- felt like, or yeah, whatever. At the beginning of 2018, it felt like we don't know anything, but like there's so many possibilities and everything's on the plate and everything's going to be great or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I just remember feeling really optimistic that it was going to be this packed year, um, which I, I mean, I know you guys did, too, because... Um, uh, was it your video or Logan video? That's my
0: video. Okay. Logan Logan uh, took my took my <laughs> idea because it because we saw like at this point it's it's like that format and that like this thumbnail I think is a huge part of it yeah, too right uh, like just how that thumbnail setup like that's a surefire like top video Mm -hmm. because it's now our number one best performing video and the 2019 video is our number two best performing (laughs) video (laughs) so it's like that's just like 2020 expect another one of those Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll probably make it this time i just couldn't because i was making something else yeah so i let logan do it Uh
1: But yeah, no, for sure. It's, I feel like there was just a lot of expectations and 2018 delivered in some ways, but then also let down in some other ways compared to 2017. Not again, I talked about this last week, but for myself personally, I felt like it was a great year. I had a lot of games to play and a lot of stuff was really fun, but it wasn't, it didn't feel overwhelming in the same sense that 2017 did, which is, I think what we all kind of want, you know, um, and so the question now is, I don't know, do you think 2019 is going to feel overwhelming in that same way? Or is it just going to, like, kind of meet expectations? Um, I don't know.
0: I think it's going to be more overwhelming in, like, in the sense of, like, being a content creator. Mm, yeah. Especially since, like, um, I wasn't a Nintendo brand ambassador at all of 2018. Right. I think the first game I got from Nintendo was, like, late April
2: mm-hmm.
0: early May around that time so I was like nearly halfway through the year that was like I just wasn't really uh doing as many like playing game situations right <laughs> like my videos were more about the conversation around playing games not so much about playing them right <laughs> um so i think in that way it'll be a lot busier um in terms of like what games i want to buy and like all that like i was just as excited to play a lot of the ports that i missed out on as a lot of people are to play games that are like new to everybody because mm-hmm. it's like i'm not going to pretend that cap the fact that captain Toad was on wii u is like changes the value of the game because for me it was like just like it came out the day that it did you know yeah, right exactly like, i didn't play it so so just the knowledge that somebody else had it before i did didn't really change the value of the game for me Mm -hmm. um so i think that the the fact that a game like that came out in donkey Kong and all that stuff cool i I like that Mm -hmm. i think that um this year will feel different because there will be a lot more people that aren't like in that mode of like oh these are ports, so i'm not as excited yeah
2: you know
1: no yeah for sure that's that's a big thing here uh he goes on to say, and I think this will just inform more of the conversation too, of uh there's a lot more there's a lot on the plate. Pokemon Yoshi, possibly Animal Crossing. Uh I'm pretty sure definitely Animal Crossing, but I don't know. Um yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem and maybe uh Mario title that's not a port. Do you agree at least or do you agree with at least this point there is very little info? I mean Yeah. yeah. I mean we don't know
0: anything. I, I doubt that we'll get a Mario game that's not a port. Um,
1: I, I think that at
0: most we might get
1: Mario Maker. Right, um. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe a Mario sports game of some sort. Um, yeah. I could see that maybe happening. I don't know, Mario Golf or... No comment, no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Mario. <laughs> Rewind all those words. Um, yeah, no, but we definitely... I, I think pretty soon it seems like I mean again still the rumors are that we'll have a direct in January and I feel like that'll date out some of this year a little bit more but Mm -hmm. um, at this point there's promise of a lot of stuff which I do think helps because in 2018 I feel like it was either people on one side or the other of like either really excited like it's going to be great we don't know anything but it's going to be like amazing or like we don't even know anything it's going to suck so right now we at least know a lot of really concrete or a lot of things that are coming we just don't know when right yeah um and the next question is uh how would you space these games out
0: um did we i i well i haven't done that yet i haven't talked about all of the games mm-hmm. or did i i think i no no nope. no <laughs> That was another one of those games that's like I mean videos where I outlined it where it's like I think the year is going to go like this and I was like I can't talk about the full year. One video is going to be 50 minutes. Long. <laughs> <laughs> so I broke it up into multiple quarters. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll talk about that in that video. Nice. Wait look forward to Q2. But what do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean I really like having visual actually. Here we go. I um I'm really dumb. I like spreadsheets and stuff. I, I'm pulling up a spreadsheet right now that I made uh, at the end of last year that has games dated roughly when I think they're going to be, and we'll we'll find out. So some of these are the actual dates now that we know them, but New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe coming out now. Traffic Strikes Again coming out next week. Um, so I think Metroid Prime Trilogy um, will be coming out at some point. I don't know. It Like I said last week, it depends on if, if four comes out in 2019, then Metro Prime Trilogy is going to be one of those like it's out in February or like April or something. So it'll be out right. really early. If if Metro Prime 4 is not out this year, then I think Metro Prime Trilogy would be out more like uh, probably August or so, maybe July. Um, yeah. Yoshi comes out November or <laughs> March 29th. I don't know where I got November from. Yoshi would die in oh, November. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. Um Damon X Machina I've got coming out April, which again that could depend on some other things. Could also be uh I feel like it couldn't be February at this point, only just because the if the direct had happened this week then probably there would be enough time. But otherwise there's just not really that much time for it to come out then. So mm-hmm. um so probably Damon X Machina in April, Fire Emblem, uh towards the end of March or er, of May. Oh, man, I'm terrible at saying what months are. Animal Crossing in um in august uh which i totally skipped june and july there so something would come out in june and july um and let's see town probably september um even though i would be shocked if that came out that late (laughs) if town came up that close To Pokemon, I would be shocked. No, that's. I I don't think I thought about that when I put this list together. So I think in that case, maybe Town will put in more like June or so. And then uh, Luigi's Mansion, well, like we said last week, has got to come out around Halloween. If
0: it doesn't come out in October. Yeah. I'm going to send a strongly worded email
1: (laughs) to somebody. Yep yeah exactly so that and then uh pokemon gen 8 in november and then metro prime and bayonetta kind of question marks i bet i think bayonetta for sure will come out this year just because they wouldn't want it to be too far away from one and two maybe i don't know um but i could see that coming out this it. year
0: i think i talked about the i talked about the platinum games thing in this video Did
1: I? uh no nope.
0: i talked about it in the other video you sure didn't <laughs> Okay, so no
1: comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um I I like to have visuals, so that's why I made this spreadsheet and stuff, but uh yeah, that's as far as release dates, that's probably what I'd guess. But who's to say? And then uh the last question that he asks, um well, it's not a question so much as just uh they have a lot of potential to really take over some of the months with their titles.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a big year for Nintendo. I mean, just, I mean, last year was a big year for Nintendo in terms of sales. Like, um, I know, uh, you know Izzy? Izzy uh, Mm -hmm. um, He put, and I was going to respond to it, but I didn't want to, like, be that. (laughs) You know, I don't want to, like, I was going to tweet him, be like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like, like, in his description, because the main reason why I didn't address it, like, and tweet it at him is because he didn't say that in the video. It's just in his description. So, it's like, I don't want to be that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said something about the Switch's sales
1: having a slump.
0: And I'm like, no, they didn't. Mm. They literally just had the strongest quarter ever. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they're <laughs> so, still, like, like,
1: like, I mean, looking at the Japanese, at Media Creates and stuff, they're still... Um like it's like half of what it was in a christmas season or whatever but that's still like it's like 150 or 170,000 um in a week which is that's yeah. still a lot that's
0: insane <laughs> that's insane it's insane yeah that is not a slump at all no for sure
1: <laughs> i yeah um, i can't even I mean, I'm curious to see how this how this quarter goes for sure because I think with Yoshi coming out so late, like they could have a, a bit of a slump in some regards, but it still wouldn't be, right. it wouldn't be a bad quarter. It would just be like a eh, kind of, you know, normal-ish quarter. I think they could still coast
0: on Smash Brothers and Pokemon for yep. a while.
1: Especially seeing, I didn't put the media creates in, in our news to talk about or whatever, but just seeing how much all of the older, like the evergreen Nintendo Switch titles are up right now there too just goes to show there's so many new gamers that are just like all right finally smashes out i'm gonna get it for smash and then now it's time to get all these other games so no matter what their software sales are going to stay up for sure right. for this quarter and then i i'd imagine their hardware sales will still be up pretty high for this stuff and again especially if anything else comes out in this quarter besides yoshi then and i mean like you said in your last last time is new super mario bros you is that sells really well so i don't know if it'll specifically sell consoles but i
0: i i I could definitely see it sell consoles (laughs) (laughs) i think that it's it's another one of those games that's deceptively big like i i don't think that most like you know like the the people that are like oh it's only ports you know like that sort of thing i don't think they would even think something like mario
1: Kart 8 would be as big as right. it is because it's only a pool yeah. you know No, but
0: it's huge but it's the second best-selling game on the platform mm-hmm. it might even <laughs> so be
1: the it. best by next uh which we'll find out in like 20 days or yeah. whatever but because right. i think it this whole year it charted like faster than um mario odyssey right but, so I don't know. especially after that sale yeah oh, that my sale
0: goodness. that so many mario cards. very good point <laughs>
1: <will> purchase. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's either that. Or I mean, if Smash could be that crazy that it's even higher than that, but I I feel like Mario Kart's probably number one at this point.
0: Yeah, like I think Smash is comfortably somewhere in the top three. Yep. Um, because I'm pretty sure we know that it sold at least 10 billion by now. Mm-hmm. And Breath of the Wild is at 10.28. Uh, Breath of the Wild probably sold more, but I wouldn't put it at much higher than like. And the in and the best case scenario being at 12 million I could see maybe that but I doubt it mm-hmm. um it's probably closer to 11 million I can see like Smash Brothers netting out to be between 12 and 13 mm-hmm. um, by the time we get the numbers for that um, I think Mario Odyssey will probably still be higher than it um I think that we could possibly see Mario Kart 8 take over Mario Odyssey-hmm um, but I think ultimately, I think Mario, uh, I think Smash Brothers is going to outsell Mario Kart 8 Deluxe mm-hmm. um, by the end of this year. Yeah, I could definitely see yeah. that.
1: I mean, unless, uh, well, no, even with DLC, I think because if Mario Kart 8 gets even more DLC, then that could be something. And then depending on what bundles come out, I guess would be a thing to some degree too. Yeah. Because um, if they do the Mario Kart 8 bundles again, they'll probably just be neck and neck for a long time. <laughs> right. Because that's just, I mean, it's. I think the reason that Mario Kart games sell so well a lot of other times has been like, cause you know, they're in the like top 15 selling games ever kind of thing. But some of that right. is that they just like, they bundle them with the console at console price a lot of times too. Yeah. So even if it's not like, I mean, it's a super popular franchise, but if it's not for just the fact that it's the franchise, it's like, oh, we we'll I get a free game with this. And it's like, you know, a good game too.
0: Yeah, it's like the closest thing that isn't Wii Sports that they have to Wii Sports. Right. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that's like people will buy a console just to play this mm-hmm. game.
1: And pretty soon I'm guessing uh, they'll probably bundle in new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe just for the same exact reason. Not because it's a, you know, system exclusive or anything cuz it's not, but just because that's the kind of game that's really easy to, you know, get people in the door with. They know people are going to want to pick up. Right. Yep. I'm very curious to see how this year goes it's
0: interesting we're in an interesting place we'd be in a less interesting place if they did it direct yeah
1: come on nintendo
0: (laughs) so that's why that's why they didn't do it they're like hey you know what we want to make this year interesting Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) yeah i still got if uh if they announce a direct i've still got predictions that i'm happy to talk about whenever that comes around but we'll see uh if they end up we'll see doing something so, yeah. Well, i was trying to i was trying to like get us over
0: that the two hour mark <laughs> it doesn't look like that's gonna happen we're almost there though so it's good enough <laughs> yep uh thank you guys for listening to the 45th 45th episode of directly to you for next four podcasts our weekly nintendo podcast that happens every week now every single week every single week um like comment and subscribe share it with your friends tell your dad to listen to it i'm sure he likes nintendo yeah um I mean everybody's
1: dad is Reggie, right? So yeah, yeah, because everybody's heard from there. Yeah.
0: For sure. Definitely. (laughs) Okay, goodbye.